Hello readers, do you like our show? Have our ramblings made you chuckle? If so, please take a minute and rate us on iTunes. It will help us out and help other people discover the show. Don't worry, no matter how many people start listening, you'll still be our favorite reader. From the front to the back as pages turn, reading is a very fresh way to learn. And welcome to Epilogue, the book after party. My name is Emily. Megan. Liz. Emily. And today we're going to talk about Every Heart a Doorway by Seanan McGuire. Um, and this was actually nominated for Hugo in 2017 for Best Novella, and it won. And I've been meaning to read it, because I was supposed to vote in the Hugos. And I did, but I didn't vote for this, because I hadn't read it. <laughs> this was Megan's pick, so Megan, can you... Give me a two, three sentence summary. Okay. Um, do you want me to summarize both books or just Every Harder Doorway? Every Harder Doorway. Okay. Every Harder Doorway is essentially about. Uh, Every Harder Doorway is um, is a book about children who have gone to who have found doors to different worlds and go into them, and they spend a certain amount of time there, and they come back and they are having trouble adjusting. So they go to this special school. They go to, like, Narnia and, like, all sorts of fairy places. Yeah. And then they have to go to a special school. And they have to go to a special school to try and readjust. And our main character is named Nancy, and she was in an underworld where she was kind of favorited by the Lord of the Dead, and she's trying to adjust. And then murders happen. And murders! <laughs> and then murders happen in the school, and Nancy and some friends she's made along the way try to figure it out. Cool. Oh, I just... Okay, so Champion's here, too, and he is jumping in a pile of present wrappings. Should we move that wrapping into the other I'm <laughs> wondering if this is a good... Well, let's just let him cook, I guess. Hey, babe. So Nancy arrives at this school, mm-hmm. and what happens? And she meets her roommate, and, um, and she's trying to get acclimated, and she meets um, some students... Uh, at the school and kind of gets their backstory and stuff like that. And her roommate is like... Is Sumi. Sumi, and Sumi was went to like a nonsense world? She went world. to a nonsense world, low logic. So, um... And all the worlds are like rated in like... Yeah. You have, you have an underworld. Spectrum. Yeah, you have an underworld... Or another world, you have a high nonsense world or a high logic world, right? So they or have high wicked. They so they have like logic and nonsense. Those yeah. are a spectrum. Yeah, and then wicked and I think moral is yeah. the other one. Yeah, high moral. Yeah. yeah, and so they have like a, a graph that they kind of. Which I was, I was, some some fan has had to make this graph because it I has to exist. Find that very interesting. <laughs> I, I was like, I I appreciate you have this like chart. Yeah. Um, and she's, like, acclimating really well and, or as well as she can because she wants to go back <laughs> to her world. Yeah, so she, she really, almost everyone in this book really wants to go back to their world. Yeah, right? everybody at, at, uh, Miss Eleanor's school wants to go back to their world. There is another school that exists within this universe where there are people who, or kids who went to, uh, other worlds and who don't want to go back and have been traumatized by their world. Yeah, but we don't hear a lot about them, do no, we? No, no. Um, and then, uh, shock and horror, Sumi gets killed. 
I know, and Sumi's so much fun. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, she's not just killed though. Like her hands, hands are, are cut, cut off. off. Yeah, yeah. Cut off. it's like serious. She's like found in a hallway with her hands cut off. Yeah, like, everybody's like going to class or something, and like, I found the chart by the way. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like found in the hallway with her hands cut off. And people are just like the hell just what happened? happened and some people kind of um think it's nancy because nancy just came from the world of the underworld and they're yeah. like dead girl moves in with sumi sumi dies that's suspicious yeah but it's definitely not her it's definitely not her and then people think that it's jack and, and jack and jill are like twins and yeah. they went to this moors they went to the moors, moors which is basically based off of all your classic Horror like movie. horror movie, so it's like the mad vampire, scientist, Doctor Frankenstein, werewolf. Okay, yeah. Um. um, and I like Jack as a character because she was just like, listen, people were just like, Jack killed, Jack killed Sumi, Jack killed Sumi, and Jack, whose name is Jacqueline, and Jack is just like, listen, I'm not offended at the fact that you thought I killed somebody. I'm offended that you thought I killed them for a pair of measly hands. <laughs> also, that I'd leave her body in the hallway. Like, who do you think Come I on. am? <laughs> She's like, what? And um, I forget who. It's looking in my mind who else got killed. So um, I'm looking up the name now. Yeah, yeah. Who got killed after Sumi? Another girl got a girl got killed. That's the one they like um, put in acid. Yeah, yeah. They dissolve one of the bodies in acid to get rid of it. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, if, if, like, you know, a string of murders is found at the school, the school might get shut down. Well, they do it beca- because of that, and also because one of the kids is from this bone world, skeleton yeah. world. Christopher. It, yeah. Like, Christopher. And he can play, um, if they get her bones, he can resurrect her, and he wants her to, like, um, point, point yeah. to who murdered her. So okay. that's why they get the bones, is to um, resurrect oh, her. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's very creepy. Yeah, yeah it's a but pretty it's creepy so scene. good. Hearing like, all these kids creepy. talk about their worlds is like really interesting. It's so interesting. And like one of them, who's like a transgender dude, Cade. Cade was like in this like typical like Lord of the Rings kind of deal, and he became. I he was very vague about how this happened, but he like was in a battle and he became a goblin king or named the Goblin Prince, and then they're like. Oh no no you're not what I, we wanted so they but like all yeah. that time had passed yeah like he went to his world and you know he was a warrior and he battled and and they didn't want a uh, princess they wanted a prince so they kicked him out of his world they wanted a princess not a prince, prince. Yeah. yeah and since he presented as female as a child they snatched him and they're like oh. You're not female. And then they kicked him out. Yeah. They kicked Kate out. Um, and Nancy kind of has a small crush on Kate. <laughs> um, and and so they they become friends. And, and Nancy is asexual. asexual. Yeah. yeah. Nancy is ace. And that's actually, I think Sumi asks her or Kate asks her. I think it's just in the internal dialogue. I don't think yeah. everyone, everyone she never talks at, to yeah. her about she, it. She never actually verbally says it. Yeah. No, Sumi asks her because Someone, Sumi. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sumi says I'm like, gonna masturbate. Oh, that was <laughs> that. So funny. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like, do you mind if I masturbate? She's like, oh, She's like, oh right now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Sumi. But no, after um, Sumi introduces Nancy to Cade, Sumi's just like, do you want to have sex with Cade? <laughs> yeah. And she Nancy, has boundaries. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. She does. And she Nancy's just like, I want to have sex with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. And she was like. <laughs> 
okay, so as long as we're talking about it, just, uh, I am already taken. And she's like, I don't have sex with you either. either. Like, what is this? And, yeah, I forgot about that. And also, PT Dubs, I'm about to diddle. So, you cool? <laughs> yeah, that's just like, what is oh. happening right now? Um, did you find the character that got killed? Lori? Lori, that's Lori. right. That's yeah. right. Who, so, Lori Her kind of eyes are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. What the fuck? We do all this work to get a noisy-ass cat out of the room, and you're like, doop-a-doop-a-doop, watching video. I was trying, I'm sorry, no excuse, there's no excuse. It's fine. Like, how many times have I played a video in the middle of a video? (laughs) You're like, whoops, I wasn't looking at me. Okay, so Lori has her eyes plucked out. Yes. Mm. Right? And it's pretty violent. They're like gouged out of her. Like clawed out of her face. And she was... Who lived with her, Jill? No, because Jill no. and Jack lived together. Yeah, Lori lived. So Lori went to like a nice world, and her and her like she's one of the popular girls. At yeah, she went to a nice world. I actually really like the world she went to. Like it's like the spider web world, and oh, she's yeah. gonna marry the lost prince, and like forgot, I forgot about all that, that stuff. All of these kids have romantic relationships in these worlds. Like, how is this? Not all of them. Not all. Not all of. Because Nancy them. didn't. She was she was favored by the King of the Dead. Yeah, but, but she was like romantically. She she was, loved she him. She loved him. She yeah. loved him. And for, yeah, but he wanted her. Like you know, he, I'm pretty sure he revered her. But well, like, I'm sure that he revered a lot of people. Well, yeah, like, you know that's kind of what, what it sounded like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have to say, I was so yeah. Lori's one of the pretty girls. She's popular. She kind of picks on Nancy, and she's the act, she's oh, the one who right. accuses Nancy and then Jack and all them. Of yeah. doing these murders, and then she gets murdered, and then right after her murder, there's like this solid paragraph about how like if she just looked like behind her bed, yeah. she would have found her door to go back to her world. Oh, that was so sad. Yeah. Like, and because it was like, really tiny, it was like a really, really tiny, tiny door. And that's and that's why her eyes were clawed out because she could see it. Like her eyes were attuned, and she could see it. If she if she could go back to her world, and she could go back to the Spider Queen, who would then mourned her, who because, mourned her, who yeah. went away and mourned her when she heard of her death. Oh, well, that they knew, well, they knew she wasn't going to come, so they just, they figured she's never going to come back. It's, yeah. It's so sad, because, like, all of these kids, like, really, I mean, they're not, they're, like, adults, basically, and give or take bodies. Yeah. yeah. They all want to go back to their world. And, and they like, just can't just, get there. Oh, and they're just, like, longing. It's so sad. Even Miss Eleanor longs to go back to her world, and she's she's gone in and out six or seven times. Yeah. And she, I like the thing, like, her door is open to her world, but she, like, can't take it anymore because she's become too logical and yeah. her, her mm. world is nonsensical. Mm-hmm. So she's like, once I start to lose it and in my old age, then I can go well, back. Which yeah. <laughs> is hilarious. I actually really like, so after Lori's, like, murder, she basically starts picking kids that went to worlds close enough to hers and starts funneling them through her door. And yeah. she basically oh. says, I won't be able to go back if I outdo this door, but it's better to keep you guys safe. Oh, yeah. She doesn't do anything else. And I thought that was a really neat kind of character development for her. Yeah. And it shows, like, you know, they all long to go back to these worlds, but in this point, she's putting other people before her own longing yeah. for it. Yeah. I liked how in the beginning, I mean, I thought it was interesting that Nancy got there and she likes to dress in black because she was in this underworld land and her parents had like stuffed her suitcase full of colorful clothes. Not only did they stuff her suitcase, they gave her like this bright pink suitcase with daisies on it. Yeah. And it was like, it kind of speaks to like parents of kids who have mental illnesses that need to be institutionalized and how sometimes they can do things that like are very unhelpful when they think yeah. they're being helpful. Yeah. yeah. 
And that's, it was very much like that. Um, and I also thought, thought found it was interesting when Nancy was like, I, I pretended to be a statue for so long. Like, yeah. that was her thing in her world. Yeah, and that was her defense. Like, if there was something went wrong, she just went still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was like, and in the beginning of the book, she was just like, it took her months, years to learn that level of stillness. And she learned how to swallow without moving, and she learned how to sustain herself on very little food. Yeah. And, like, she learned all of these things in her world. And because of that, like, the queen of the underworld, like, treasured her, and, like, all, it was a weird world. But, like, she also makes the point that she, uh, they have this, like, dichotomy of wicked and, like, moral. Yeah. And you're like, she's like, well, I mean, shit happened, but, like, was it wicked or was it, yeah. you know... So I thought it was interesting. Yeah. It was kind of interesting because a lot of the characters that they did focus on would have fallen. They were in underworlds. So people would have, or worlds of the dead, skeleton worlds, yeah. the Moors. Yeah. So people would have put them on that, like, more wicked evil. But even when you listen to her world, or when Christopher talks about the skeleton world he went to, there was such a deep, like, the dead come here, but we're not making the dead. We're respecting the dead through it. We're so accepting it's one of these, them. Like, it doesn't... It's death, but it's not wicked. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's more, it's more of a the underworld and more of a moral world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I like how what's the the um, teacher's name? The Lundy. Lundy. No, 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 not her. Eleanor. Eleanor. Yeah. Eleanor. When the first when um, the first person dies, Sumi dies, and people are like, "It's the girl from the underworld," mm-hmm. and she's like, "No daughter of the underworld would." kill someone who doesn't deserve to die <laughs> and it was just like such an automatic response for her she's like of course not and it was just like oh okay <laughs> like she gets it she yeah. understands that they're not like wicked because they choose to be in this underworld place yeah um and then as the story progresses and after they um essentially like call the bones of lori um and Lori's bones point to the left of Jack, and they're just like, did the air kill her? Um, Which, like, I can't believe they didn't get it. I was so upset. Like, when they <laughs> pointed, and they were just like, oh, what could that mean? I'm like, you're a twin, dingus. What is <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like... Thought you were smart. <laughs> so, like, fast forward, they're just like, who's killing all these people? Like, why are this happening? Um, and then... Fast forward like a couple pages. Um, we find out that it's Jack's twin sister Jill who's killing all of these uh, students because of they uh, find Lundy. They find Lundy. Yeah, yeah. Lundy dies. Lundy doesn't have her brain. Yes. Oh, all right. Oh, Lundy, that hurt. Yeah, that sucked. I Lundy love was Lundy. So awesome. I love Lundy. So she was the teacher there, and the world she left prevented her from growing. So she they, she's like thirty, and she's like a child size. They yeah. kick people out when they reach 18 so she like made a deal with someone she's like just don't let me reach 18 they're like sure you're 10 forever here you go but then like which sucks but then they found out and they kicked her out anyway yeah because she broke the rules or if you're 18 you either leave or you stay once you're 18 you stay forever you don't oh, I thought you were kicked out when you were mm-hmm. 18. When I you're 18. she was reverse aging. She's a ver- Lundy's reverse aging. Yeah. yeah, because she made this deal. Because she made this deal. But the way the worlds work is, like, if you stay past your 18th birthday, that's why for Nancy and for, I think, another student, um, they bring up the fact that just, like, when they left, there was, like, be sure. Mm. Yeah. Be sure. Yeah. That you want to stay, you want to go. Yeah, one of the doors that they find have, like, be sure written on it. Yeah. Like, be sure you want to do this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so Jack's twin sister, Jill, 
is killing the inhabitants of the school because she believes that if she finds all the special attributes of all these kids who've gone to these different worlds, that she could open up a door to get back to their world, to get back to the moors. Right. And she wants to go back to her master. Yeah, and she... Um, I can't remember if there's a romantic... There isn't a romantic thing she's going on there. Well, she's, she's in love with okay, her master. She's in love with she's her master. master. Okay. Which, he's, he's a vampire. He's a vampire. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they figure this out, and she kidnaps the, like, the super pretty girl who was in the high wicked world. Um, and I forget her name. But she um, but she also uh, outs Cade. As being transgender, yeah, I thought everyone knew she. he, he was No, no, transgender. no. But but what she says, but what she says is she's like, I think it's disgusting how you pretend to be a boy when you're really a girl. Ah, oh. and she was like, <gasps> she takes it back. And it was like, no, no, you said it. Yeah, you, you already said it. Yeah, yeah. she's like, your I mouth. <laughs> she's like, she she takes herself back. But she's like, but she holds firm to it. She's like, oh, you're just a shitty person. <laughs> yeah, uh, which she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah she cuts you from High Wicked World. Yeah, she's a shitty person. Um, and so Jill is about to kill her. Um, I think because of her looks, because okay. of her looks, and um, and they, I think they hit her. They they get her to pass out in some way, um, and they're just like, "What are we gonna do?" And Jack is just like, "She's my sister. I'll deal with her." Oh, they like Jack. kill her. Yeah, I was gonna say Jack they probably kill killed her. her. They ki- that's right. They kill they her. Kill. He stabs her, and like Nancy was like, "Was that necessary?" And, Jack, and Jack's like. Well, oh. I mean, like sort of. <laughs> I mean, she killed a bunch of folks. So. Yeah. So and then. She cuts out hole because she has like a thing to get back the to the world. She's yeah. had it the whole time, but oh. it has to be unlocked with one of their blood. Oh, yeah. so one of them has to die okay. for for them to be able to get back in. Oh wow! So he kills her, and they go back in. He's like, "I'll take her to the master, and we'll see what he can do." Oh, whatever. interesting. She'll never be able to be a vampire. She's well, she'll never be able to be his daughter, but like, they can bring her back. They can alive. Bring, we can bring her back alive. Oh, alive okay. Because that's something they can, can they do. only go to their world or to anyone else's? I world? think it's only, just their world. Yeah. That, that's that stipulation of them going back so they can only go back to their world. This yeah. machine is specific. Most of them want to just go back to their. Yeah. World. No, I know. Like yeah, Jack has a machine. Yeah. Jack yeah. has yeah. Jack has a machine to open up the door so they can go back to their. So world. So Jack has had the machine the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, but it has to be with one of their, their blood. blood. And like oh, so a he pretty wants good to deal. Like willing she, yeah. To. And it's basically explained in the the second book that like yeah. So let's transition. to die. Yeah. To come back into this. So let's transition into uh, Down Among the Sticks and Bones. I, say, I don't think in Sticks and Bones they say die. It just has to be w- her hand with one of their blood on it. But in Down Among the Sticks and Bones is also just like Jill is ruthless. She is vicious. Like she, yeah. yeah, she like, can't, like, no, she can't come back alive. alive. I think is what she can't come says. back alive. So what happens in, in Down Among the Six and Bones? Bones. Down Among the Six and Bones we get the backstory of Jack and Jill born Jacqueline and Jillian Wilcox. And we get their story of how they were twins and their parents had all these expectations of them. And how their parents had children just to get the accolades of having children. Yeah. And how their grandmother comes and raises them because their parents have no idea what to do. And right. are kind of disinterested in their children anyway. So their grandmother and uh, tells them, like, you know, you're perfect the way you are. You can be whatever you want to. Da, 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 da. And so they grow up with this kind of this idea, and then their grandmother goes away. Mm-hmm. Their parents send their grandmother away. Oh. The only person who ever really loved them for who they were. Why did they do that? Just because? They thought their grandmother was a bad influence. Oh, okay. You're giving them hope. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Um, and so their parents start to mold them. Okay. So Jill becomes like the tomboy 
athlete girl. But they always go by Jillian and Jacqueline. And Jacqueline, oh, okay. yeah. and Jacqueline uh, becomes the pretty, pretty princess Prissy. Like, she can't get dirty. No. Like, you are a pretty, pretty girl. You stay in a pretty, pretty girl's place. Yeah. And you are just pretty and you're silent and you stay there. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so one day they're bored and you get the sense that they're both kind of unhappy, but they can't put their finger on why they're unhappy. Yeah. Um, and so one day they're just in their room and they're just like uh jillian's just like i'm bored and jacqueline's just like we'll read a book she's mm-hmm. like i'm gonna read a book um and so it's just like let's go to grandma's room um and they go to the grandmother's room who um whose room they've gone to over the years because they felt comfortable there okay but it was the empty. one place it was empty okay it was the one place that it's kind of implies the one place that they feel her love mm-hmm. for them and then it's also the one place that their parents don't look for them yeah yeah because um, Jacqueline stole the key mm-hmm. that opened her grandmother's bedroom. And so they go in and they just they just like being there because it still smelled like her and stuff like that. And so they find this old um, trunk. And they look in. They're just like, oh, I get dibs on this. And it's just like, where's everything? And they look down. It's a staircase. Oh. And they're just like, okay. <laughs> so they, as children do, like yeah. they go down. And they, they walk and they walk and they get to this door and it says, be sure. Yeah. And they're just like, be sure of what? Just like. I don't know, but I guess we're going. Yeah. So they go through and they in in this vast land and it's like fields and stuff like that. And they um and they go to the moors and I forget who finds them. I don't think they're in the moors technically. I think they're like it's implied they're coming in this the like outside, weird yeah. in between limbo world place yeah. where there's like the undead gods that are um, the drowning, the, the werewolf gods, or the, something like, like the that. The sea, the werewolves. I think there's the drowned gods That's and the werewolves, um, and, and then there's the moors. And the moors, which is where the master lives and where the, and Doctor Bleak lives. So and they kind of pick a direction and that yeah. like sets their fate. Okay. Yeah. And the way like that is told is beautiful. And so there's like if they had gone this way, they had gone anyway. So they go towards the moors, and I forget who finds them, or do they just so enter? So they go to the masters. They basically come to the, the town, and the town yeah. is gated. And they knock on the gate, and the master comes. They literally roll down a hill to the gate. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. They, <laughs> Jack and Jill fell down, down a hill. hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally how yeah. Yeah. happening. They, the they had slept, and then they woke up. and Yeah. So they knock on the door, and the master is, like, super excited because they're like, kids, <gasps> and he's, like, fresh blood. Um, so he tells them that he, they can come and stay at his house for three nights, and they'll be safe for the first three nights. Then the rules of the world apply. Yeah. So they okay. come. What are um, the rules of the world? He does not say. He does he not say. say. Okay. But he has their protection. Okay. Yeah. But they have his protection while okay. they're in his house. We, we don't have to go over every story. Yeah. Let's just broad so strokes. They're, they're basically there for one night, and then the doctor shows up and basically says that he has a deal with the master that they get every other child goes to one or the other. And oh. since there are two, he gets one of them, and the master gets to keep the other one. Okay. So right off the bat, um, Jacqueline realizes there's something wrong with the master. She wants nothing to do with him. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, he's not safe. I don't want to be in this prissy house. I'm going with this doctor. Yeah. yeah. And okay. it's weird because they kind of, like, choose before they choose because they have them pick a food, and the food determines oh, basically okay. what they're going to choose. Yeah, with animals, though. Um... Jack gets, like, the ra- roasted rabbit and potatoes. Yeah. And Jill gets, like, the raw, like, the, the rare steak oh, okay. or whatever. So the doctor shows up and he's like, you've cheated me. You just 
told them what to do. Oh, okay. Because they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the master's just like, listen, I just told the cook to make what children would like. Yeah. Like, this is not on me. <laughs> so, um, and so they, and so like Emily said, Jack is just like, I want anything to do with the master. This is, mm, no, Next girl. morning wakes up, pieces. <laughs> pieces, just like, doctor, I want to go with you. Okay. Um, and so uh, Jack goes with the doctor and Jill, you know, she's like gorging herself in the breakfast and she comes out and she's just like, where's my sister? It's like, your sister's already chosen. She was like, what? Yeah. And like, she goes downstairs and the master's just like, well, I guess I'm stuck with you. Um, nice. And so they like, you know, they start their lives with their, you know, respective people, their respective yeah. people. What is Jack's life like with the doctor? She is a essentially a mad scientist apprentice. Nice. Um, and she learns because uh, early in the story, um, since Jack or Jacqueline at the time was made to be a pretty girl, it was it was not her learning was not encouraged. Yeah. Um, and so she gets to learn. That's and nice. she's just like, yes, this is yes. Yeah, because she seems in the first book very into learning. Yeah, so. she's like yeah. she gets to learn all these things and stuff like that. And Jill gets to be a pampered princess. Yeah. Like, she, like, you know, gets to be doted on, wears beautiful dresses and all this stuff. So they kind of do a, a 360 from what their parents yeah. forced them into. Yeah. yeah. So the one that was told she couldn't be feminine in any way, shape, or form, who yearns to be feminine, yeah. now gets to take on this feminine ideology to the max. And the one who was told she had to be nothing but feminine gets feminine. the opportunity to... Be smart and be, be smart yeah. and to take on some of the more what society would dub as masculine roles. Yeah. I do think it was interesting that because Jack did the feminine first, um, she definitely has like OCD about cleanliness. Yeah. To the yeah. Max. Oh yeah. She, she yeah. wears gloves. Dirty. She can't be dirty. She yeah. wears gloves. Whenever she touches anything, she makes her girlfriend literally take like a hot bath, bath. before they and make like out. and like Listerine like oh. twice and like oh. teeth. She like checks her teeth. That's yeah. Really yeah. Good luck. Yeah. No. yeah. But like, but her girlfriend Alexis, who's adorable, they brought her back to life. So she's like, yeah, because she was she was killed and they brought her back to life, and that what keeps her safe from the master because the the resurrected cannot be turned into vampires. Oh okay. So like Alexis like the one true like person protector from this but like she has a relationship with Alexis and like and she's happy she's going about her life and then Jill sees her enter the from like you know Jill from the castle on high sees um Jack enter with her girlfriend and she was just like what is she doing in the town obviously she's here to see me because she's like, not there with Dr. Blake so she's like why would she yeah, come in here she why would she come here without him me. okay um and so, and everybody fears Jill because she's the master's daughter. Okay. She wields a and lot of power. Crazy. She is so fucking nuts. Oh, she wow. She takes whatever she wants to. She's like, she's oh, spoiled. Like all these ribbons. And she's never, she like throws them in the mud. Yeah. Oh, no. And like, and, like she goes by like Jack's girlfriend's family's inn. It's just like, hello, sister. It's like, obviously you're here to see me. Why are you with them? Oh, wow. And, then, and like, Alexa's just like, it's not worth it. Don't anger her. Because Jill's like, about to, I'm about to fight. <laughs> yeah. She's wow. like, you don't want these problems. I'm bringing these problems. You got 99 problems and all of them are me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she's like, okay, sister, let's go into town. And like, you know, Jill's just being spoiled and this, that, and the other. And so fast forward, um, Jack and her girlfriend are supposed to meet and they're supposed to have this day and Jill they don't know when her birthday is so they can't she has to be 18 before the master 
turns her into a vampire. Okay. So he's been, like, essentially grooming her (laughs) this whole time to be prepared to be his daughter. And one of the servants, Mary, who um, refused to be turned into his daughter, is now just a servant. It's just like, you know, we don't know when your birthday is, so, you know, we're going to have to wait. He needs you to be Ruth, needs to be all of these things. And Jill is impatient. Uh-huh. She's very impatient. She's also jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she kills Jack's girlfriend. Why? To prove... Lesbians gotta die. It's fiction. One, to take away somebody that Jack cares about because she feels that Jack doesn't care about her. She's and jealous. She, she's jealous. Very jealous. And two, to prove to the master that she can be ruthless and she can be vicious, she can be all of these things. I think so. it's also this issue of the master has discouraged Jill from having any friends, friends. outside of him. He's killed so all her friends. The yeah, instead of killing him. Yeah, the yeah. fact that Jack gets to have a relationship with uh, someone and gets to intermingle with people in town is is something that she... She's probably subconsciously jealous about it. She wouldn't verbally say it because yeah. Yeah. she's so caught up in the master. And if you want a true example of Stockholm Syndrome, yeah. it's this. Yeah. Yeah. And she's also very isolated. Yeah. Because she is the master and everybody fears her. Yeah. Um, and so she kills uh, Alexis, which is Jack's girlfriend. Yeah. And, um, and... And then the town causes a mob. Yeah, yeah because the only thing protecting Jill was the master and so she decided to do a murder on her own the master was like no 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 yeah i had like one rule no 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 no, and the mob is just like finally we get her she's (laughs) such an asshole to us yeah and like like like, all our ribbon yeah and like jack finds alexa's body and then like then he then she hears like um then she's looking for the killer and she hears the mob she's just like there's my sister yeah and and like Mary, um, who's kind of like the master's like main servant, it's just like you did the thing you were not supposed to do. You did a murder. Like you just had to be patient, child. Yeah. That's all you had to yeah. do. <laughs> she's just like she was like the master rescinds his protection. Do what you want with her. Yeah. And Jack's like, God damn it. <laughs> so wait, this girl Alexis is already dead, and then she killed her again. She was resurrected. She was, she was alive. She was alive. She was brought back. Like, holy, not like Frankenstein? Yeah, no, she's no, no. like alive. Your heart okay. was restarted. So they could do that again? Well, she was not so undead. Jill kind oh, no, she of gets butchered, butchered. the hell out of her. She yeah. her heart. Yeah, okay. Because Dr. Bleak is like, and it's kind of implied that you only can do one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you only heart. should do one. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's like so messed up that she tell, <gasps> he tells um, Jack, like, listen, we could, but... She just won't be the same. She's gonna be like full on zombie. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Like not it's like, but if you same. find her heart, I will try. Oh, yeah. Wow. So Jack goes off to find her heart. That yeah. And then like he sees his sister up on this like podium cross thingy or stake, and she's a covered. Pyre. Yeah, a pyre. She's covered in blood. Uh, <laughs> um, and like so, not Jack grabs her hand. Great look. <laughs> Jack grabs her hand, and it's just like we gotta get the fuck out of here. Takes her, Doctor Bleaks. Doctor Bleak is just like, oh, so you're the one. Okay. It's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, so you can't stay here. <laughs> like, shit's about to get real, real. You so you can't stay home. here. You need to go home. And it's just like, so he brings out this machine. It's just like, it's like you've been able to go back the whole time. He was like, yes, but, eh. um, but that's when he says, like, like you can't come back here unless. What did you find? Is that what so he says? What he basically says is that in order to open it up, uh, Jack has to put her hand on it with either her or her sister's okay. blood. Yeah. Um. Jack has to wait one year before she comes back, and if her sister 
cannot come back um, alive. So okay. she either yeah. can't come back, or if she comes back, she has to come back as a body. Okay. And then they can resurrect her okay. and what have you. Okay. Yeah. okay. But so, he kind of hints to, like, just don't bring the bitch like, back. Just don't bring yeah. the back, because it's going to get real weird and complicated. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was also that whole thing of just, like, as much as Jack and Joel don't really have a connection, even when they're in the school, yeah. like, she still can't let her go. It's her sister. Yeah. I yeah. Get it. Um, and so, yeah, that's down among the sticks and bones. And so Jack goes through the, you know, through the portal. Yeah. So it doesn't pick up him bringing the body back? Her, no. Her, sorry. Her bringing the body back. No. Okay, interesting. I do yeah. have to say, the one thing I really wanted during, in the middle of uh, Down Among the Sticks and Bonus, so the full beginning of it is constantly talking about the parents and why they're doing what this is. Oh my and God. part of me really wanted to know what the parents told the women on the PTA club. and the What happened to their two children? What happened to their two kids? Because they yeah. come back, because they come down, they come and they're in the, they're where they started. They're back in their grandmother's room. When they room. come home from the world. When they come the home wars. from the world. And Jill's just like, we have to go back. She was like, and Jack's like, we can't go back. And so they come down the stairs, and then their parents sitting at the table with a brand new baby, yeah. eating dinner. And they're like, what the? And they're just like, where the heck have you been? Like, and that's why they go to the school, because they're like, yeah. oh, no, you don't fit here. Yeah. yeah. They've been gone five years. Yeah. That sucks. And, like, that's, like, the end of the book. And most of these kids that go to these lands, like, they don't age while they're away, or they think they do. They do, yeah. but it depends on your world. Yeah, it depends on your world, and, like, so a lot so of So Nancy people, came back older, the twins yeah. came back older. Yeah. So, like, for instance, the, uh, not Eliza, what's the principal's name? Eleanor. Eleanor. Eleanor, like, her, she's, like, hundreds, a hundred years old. Yeah. But she looks, but she like, looks 60, 50, 60. Because she has been in and out of her world and right. slowed her aging. Right. Do you guys think Dr. Blake's really hot? <laughs> it's you a book. They so don't really describe what he looks like. That's why it's just my imagination runs wild. You would live. I think he's Silver hot. Fox. Right, like, like he's I hot. I like to think yeah. that he's like Silver Fox. He's definitely hot. Like. Okay, like, so for both books, Kill Bang Mary. Kill the Master. Kill the, kill the ma- Oh, Okay, for, for Down Among the Sticks books. and Bones. Both well, books. We kind of have to combine them. We need to go with that. If they're, together, they're like one book. Yeah. Yeah, true. Because these are novellas, but, but by the way. Otherwise, we're talking about children. Yeah. Very true. I'm not talking about any of the children. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about y'all. Okay, kill the master. Kill that motherfucker dead to the ground. Yeah, okay. Um. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> See, it becomes hard. Bang Alexis. Bang Alexis. Bang okay. Alexis. Because she's legal. I think. <laughs> no, is she? she's not. It's definitely is she. She's like a she's like dead. a teenager too. She's a teenager. Okay. See, that's damn. why this game doesn't really work with because you're basically saying I would if you were a teenager. I would fuck Dr. Bleak. <laughs> <laughs> and I would marry I'd probably marry Jack and Jill's dad because he's rich. But he's there such a, Oh god. But then but he's he, rich. But then you can go into grandma's room and bang uh the good doctor and then go Yeah, I'd just be like come Very up. true. Yeah. Very I've true. got the perfect setup. <laughs> <laughs> and then Blake, like, because I listened to the audiobook of it, uh, which is very, very good because Shauna McGuire narrates it. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. It's really, really good, and um, and she's just really, really good at it because uh, it's her words. Um, but she makes the she makes Dr. Blake sound really fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so it's canon. <laughs> he is hot. Like, he like, is like, hot. like, like, he has this very, like, graggly, rough, like, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. a voice. Now just uh, like, definitely. oh, doctor. <laughs> Dr. Blake, I do declare. And all he ever says is just like, "Mm, (laughs) (laughs) like, you have to figure it out. She's just like, oh, okay. Okay. He's like, I'm back in three hours. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, um, one of my favorite parts of Down Among the Sticks and Bones is I don't remember which twin says it, but they're like walking, um, and they've gone down the staircase and gone through the door. And one of them starts freaking out because there are mountains and they're like, there shouldn't be a mountain in the basement. Yeah. Like everything else. Okay, but the mountains, that is too funny. <laughs> that's great. That's really funny. Mountains are wrong. This but, isn't right. Or like, it was just like, the moon, the the moon should not be that close. I think, I think that's all Jack. That's Jack. Yeah, it's all Jack. Jack. Jack's like, the moon shouldn't be that close because if the moon was that close, it would pull the earth in, it would crack it. And, and um, Jill's just like, she's like, gravity. Jill, and Jill's just like, what? Wait, the moon can do that? Gravity <laughs> can do that? What's gravity that? She's like, yeah. And it's just like, and that was funny. And I love, um, oh, but who would you kill Bang Mary? I only read half oh, the first book, so <laughs> skip me. Emily. Uh, I think I would kill the parents. Yeah, they, just really, yeah. they were up close for me. They really yeah, annoyed they me. Um, they were just I guess terrible I'd people. Bang the doctor. I'm with. I'm with. Who would you marry? So as soon as he became legal, I'd marry Christopher because I actually really liked him as a character. From yeah, Christopher. Yeah, he was great. Cool. He was, he was really cool. cool. And I actually would really love to read a whole book about him. I want to read the third like, book. I feel yeah. like, uh, especially with like. Um, the Day of the Dead becoming so popular, his book would be really... Yeah, because he comes from, like, an actual... He's basically... Like, yeah, Because it the says that he's, like, of Hispanic descent. Mm-hmm. or some, So he comes from, like, Which a Day of the Dead part of me was world. torn on because I was like, this is cool, but I'm like, oh, that's so cliche at this point. Oh, they're Mexican and they do a Day of the Dead. Ooh. But Sumi's, like, but Japanese. She went to a high-nonsense world. Yeah. Which I, I just thought was like, ooh. <laughs> that's a... Ooh. Why? Because, like, just, like, you know, the frivolity and the quiet nature of... of like Japanese art and Japanese teen culture, like it was at least for me. I was just like, mm, like on that. But maybe that's just me. Yeah, I didn't really see the connection. I um, thought that asexuality thing was kind of shoehorned in there a little bit. I think if it would have been a longer book, yeah, it wouldn't have felt just that's like true. we're gonna put this in here. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I mean that's fine. I think it's great, but it feels kind of like included. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for no I was, reason. I was super excited to see an asexual character. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. good. But I agree with you. Yeah. I definitely feel like it was one of those things where she'd bring it up and then it would be like two pages of internal monologue yeah. about being asexual. Yeah. Like it just needed to be tiny little tidbits right. here and there. Yeah. Exactly. If it had been like little, like they kind of did with Cade, it could have been like... Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say, I appreciated the way that they handled Cade's thing. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was very natural. And like, you had to kind of think about it for a while to figure out his deal. And, like, yeah. what had happened. And it, yeah, and it wasn't, like, super, super obvious in that way that sometimes, like, transgender characters can be in books. Yeah. Um, or just, like, the author, like, trying to make it very clear this is a transgender character. Yeah. I also like that, he, how he, like, he, like, made clothes for everybody, like, to match their world. Yeah. So they're like, don't worry, he'll make you an outfit. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, 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 all the outfits. Yeah, like, so it's just, like... We'll take you to go see Cade. Okay. Also, for Down Among the Sticks and Bones, when Jill is looking, no, Jack is looking through, like, the thing of clothes, mm-hmm. and she talks about how, like, there are clothes that wouldn't, like, fit a human body. Like, were they, they're aliens, like, coming through? Because she says that there's one thing of, like, there's, like, a shirt, and it's got, like, three holes in the very top. Yeah. I think That's it's, I think no it's creatures from the world coming to uh, their world. world. Yeah, creatures from other worlds coming into their world. I didn't like that. <laughs> You just wanted solely for like humans. I just wanted to be children. Yeah, it's like, but I was just, just like alien children. Just, you, yeah, but that's weird. Wouldn't the things be a lot more fucked up if it was like alien children? Like, <laughs> how would they have been like? Well, we're gonna do the arrangement. Where one comes but to but the like, but if, if the worlds have like set rules they live by, they would have to adjust to the to the world, or they leave, or they die. I thought that I thought that was weird. I Why like would the he idea. have the clothes? Like, would they? 
grow out they of came, them. Yeah, because yeah, because they came or they left or they died, and he just I kept the clothes. Like yeah. I like I the fact that there were aliens. I didn't like that aliens came up. <laughs> I, think so. I like aliens. I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you necessarily need to think of it as aliens because they're not coming from outer space. It's the idea that... Illegal aliens. <laughs> it's the idea that beings from other dimensions or other worlds yeah. could yeah. also be finding doors and crossing over. I think if there had been like a little more connection to that. Yeah. I just want to know when there's the going bugs. to be a travel ban on all of these illegal <laughs> aliens coming to our dimension and taking our jobs and I don't know. I can't even do this. Don't let Trump hear this. You're just like intergalactic like immigration. <laughs> um, I did really like during uh, every every hard door, an open door. Um, how they did have the little bit about why there were so many girls there, and kind of just the the general sexism of our culture, yeah. and why girls would be more favorable to steal. And I've got the quote open. Do you want me to read it, Megan, or do you want to read it? Um, you can read it. I can read it. Okay. So, uh, um, this is a direct quote. So, because boys will be boys is a self-fulfilling prophecy, says Ludy. Lundy. Lundy. Says Lundy. They are too loud on the whole, too easily misplaced or overlooked. When they disappear from homes, parents send search parties to dredge out the swamps and drag them away from frog ponds. It's not innate. innate it's learned. But it protects them from the doors, keeps them safe at home, Call it irony if you'd like, but we spend so much time waiting for our boys to stray that they never have the opportunity. We notice the silence of men. We depend upon the silence of women. Yeah. So it's this idea that you don't miss your girls because they're supposed to be kept quiet, but you miss your boys because they're loud and they're noisy and you notice when they're not there. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting, too. And, like, a lot of these situations, the the children who went crossed over end up being victimized in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's definitely easier to kidnap a girl and, like, victimize. Yeah. That sort yeah. Of thing. That was, like, my favorite quote uh, in the entire book. In the entire, yeah. in every hotter doorway. I was just like, oh, the, yeah. I thought that balanced really nicely with Down Among the Sticks and Bones where you kind of looked at the two different sides of, like, Girls and how gender yeah. stereotypes yeah. and roles kind of play back and forth and yeah. within girls. Yeah. So. I thought it was great. Uh, this definitely deserved a Hugo, I think. Yeah. yeah. It was I, a very, you can tell that Shauna McGuire thought out this story and these roles because the third one is coming out. This is a series. Yeah. Down on the Six and Bones is number two, and Every Hard Doorway is number one. The third one is Beneath the Sugar Sky, and that one we follow Sumi okay. into her world. Oh, see, I don't like prequels where you know the character dies i'm like i, I don't care she's dead like i don't well, but but even with, but even with that like i still want to know what sumi's world looked like hers sounds very interesting because it was like a sugar world and like yeah, it was just a high nonsense world I, yeah i picture it being like mad hatter's tea party with like candy, candy land. land yeah i was just yeah. candy land yeah yeah and there was one i'd go back to down on the six and bones i just remember there was one segment once the girls have parted or before they're about to no it was before they parted and um the narrator is talking about how they are sisters but they were never taught to love each other yeah. or to like each other oh wow and one because they've been sharing a room this whole time that's serious and like and once and like they didn't dislike each other but like but they weren't connected and once their parents gave them separate rooms and that would forever drive a wedge between them because they would mm. no longer be sharing a space mm. yeah and that was just like Ooh. Yeah. 
The parents are very bad. The parents yeah. are terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible parents. <laughs> terrible, I was terrible. Thinking, and I've seen parents like this, and it's, ooh, it's yeah. bad. I was thinking about um, Wreck-It Ralph. And that the Candyland version oh, yeah. there. That's Candy, kind of yeah. sounds... Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush. Yeah. Yeah. Vanellope. Yeah. That I'm movie good. literally had me want to name a daughter Vanellope. Just for shits and giggles. <laughs> what is the name? Vanellope. Vanellope. That's clever. <laughs> That's clever. <laughs> have me want to name a girl child Vanellope. Don't do that. Don't do I'm that. not. <laughs> Make it the middle name. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Don't give her an Anne. Give her a Vanellope. <laughs> <laughs> Agatha Vanellope. <laughs> <laughs> Agatha Vanellope. Copyright um, epilogue. Do that. That's right. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was good. I liked it. I've I've tried to read other things by Shannon Mag- Shannon McGuire, and it never really clicked with me. That's so. what a lot of people have said, because she does a lot of sci-fi. She actually put the fact, and she actually wrote the Feed series. I love that series. Yeah. That was her under another name. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. That was her, she, she has, like, two or different, like, uh, pen names that she goes by. Okay. And this, is, this is her real name, and this is one of the first series that she wrote under her name yeah people were like i didn't really like her other books yeah but this book this people were like, but, really but this good. book is really good yeah and i like the for me personally um i like the way it was written i like the way dynamo on the six and bones was written more than every harder doorway they're both really good yeah they're well, both okay, really I well written but i like but i like the prose and the pacing and like just the way dynamo on the six and bones is presented to us yeah um it's it was really good. It almost reads like a well. The way that Sh- Shannon McGuire narrates it feels like a poem, like a very long. Yeah, poem. yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. I do like this. Um, I found this chart where they did the nonsense logical, yeah, wicked virtue chart, mm-hmm. and yeah. it puts like the different worlds of different fiction in the chart. <laughs> so like. Daughter of Smoke and Bone is in Logical oh, cool. Wicked. And Fillory from the Magicians is in Logical Wicked. But then um, the Dreaming from Sandman is from Nonsense, like... Uh, Across the board? It, it's Nonsense, like, in between Virtue oh, okay, and so it's on the line. And then these other ones I don't actually know, I, I'm not familiar with. But the Wild Things Are, where the Wild Things Are, are Wicked, Logical. So, it's cool. That oh, yeah. um, his Dark Materials world is Wicked Logical. Oh, yeah. Oh, world. yeah. And then yeah. Malefa's world is Logical. Oh. Portal world. I was going to say Will's world is also Logical Wicked, but less uh, less Wicked than Lyra's. Daughter's Emily. I was going to make a really bad joke. I was going to say, where's Wayne's world? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely <laughs> nonsense <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start rating like every book we read now it's like okay guys I think it's kind of a cool this exercise <laughs> yeah I think so too it's very because I don't even think Daughter Smoking the Boat is like wicked logical but it is wicked logical yeah I, I because like wicked's so. not necessarily bad it just yeah. means bad things ha- happen yeah. can yeah. happen um, Oz is nonsense virtue definitely high yeah. high yeah. virtue Neverland is nonsense wicked yeah I'd say that's true it's like some shit happens. Oh yeah, in no, Neverland. No, non- yeah, hell yeah. It's pretty cool. Black yeah. So what would we say, <laughs> like for instance, Pern is the from the Dragon Riders of Pern? Would this oh. be logic virtue? Logic virtue. Yeah. Logic yeah. Virtue. I didn't finish reading that book. But that's logic. Logic virtue. virtue. Yeah, I would say so. What about? Let's see. What else do we read? The bees. The bees. Wicked. Wicked logical. Wicked, wicked logical. logical. Yeah, definitely wicked logical. logical. 
Nobody's baby but mine. <laughs> <laughs> nonsense! Nonsense wicked! Nonsense! Nonsense wicked! Just complete nonsense! Just nonsense. I think no. it's very virtuous, that book, actually. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of Christian value. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Are there? Yeah, are like, there? Like, yeah. like we, we would not be allowed in Cal's Christian home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over 27. Yeah. Right, we're old ladies. <laughs> I feel like he'd let us in, but he'd offer us, like, a walker. Like, hey, there's a walker. <laughs> you you obviously have hip problems now. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, great. Thank you, listeners, for listening. And uh, join us next time when we talk about something else. Keep on reading, readers. Bye. Bye.